This week, we explore Slavic folklore on the back of a one-armed blacksmith. Plus, the creator of the original Final Fantasy games gives us another game in a similar vein. It's Friday, January 14th, 2022. Time to insert a token to play. Welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, sitting here with my typical player too, my little brother James. How we doing, Jimbo? Doing great. It's been a good start to the new year. A little extra time for us this week to really have some time for both the games we're playing. I uh, appreciated that little extra break, not going to lie. Oh, I completely agree. <laughs> Thank goodness with these two games, they, just for how big they were, we'll mm-hmm. say it was kind of an interesting pairing, especially with the first one being random, but perfect time of the year and being where we're from very cold outside yeah right now so perfect time to be able to sit around and play some games absolutely and it has me excited because i'm thinking still from our last recording where we were doing our rankings and i'm like hmm, we're starting the year off i think uh setting the bar in a good place maybe setting too high i guess Ooh. we'll see Maybe, but let's not spoil it too much without getting to the games, right? So we'll start with our first one. That was the random pick, and that was Yaga. From Breadcrumbs Interactive and Versus Evil, smash, clobber, and bash the murderous legends of Slavic mythology in this darkly funny action role-playing game that changes every time you play. John, what would you think? I liked it once I got into it. So, I mean, that's kind of a caveat. Like, it took me a little bit to get into it, a little bit with the story. Like, it had a very interesting style. Like, to me, like, the the art and stuff, it was good, but it was, to me, almost like paper dollish. That's the best way I could explain it. Yeah, it felt really, like, hand-drawn to me, which was something so different than what I feel like we've seen before. That's, that's what I kept thinking, but I, I see what you're saying with the paper. It was a cool style. Yeah, I think the hand drawn is a good way to put it too. It wasn't, it wasn't really three D, but it was kind of three D. It was. It honestly reminded me of the Yeti game we played last year, like that kind of it that did. style a little bit. Um, I also did enjoy how it was kind of a choose your own adventure in a sense of like you could control the dialogue. Hmm. Yeah, and choose how you wanted to react. I didn't finish any version of the game, so I imagine that played a role in how the ending worked in the game or what your character kind of accomplished, or even, like you're saying, arcing pathways. I think that's that's really cool that there is so much thought put into that. Even the battling, there was a lot to the battling in different ways and how you would approach the different people, learning to use the different weapons mm-hmm. and the different features that you could use. But for me, what I actually started to really love about the game was the crafting. Oh, interesting. See, that's where I started to fall out of love in this game because it just became a little too complicated for me that I was just not ready for it. But please, tell me more. Change my mind. (laughs) Well, I just thought it was really interesting all the variations you could do. And then learning the different types of... Mostly the hammers, right? The different Mm -hmm. types of hammers and how you would possibly use them in variations with the type of people you're going to battle with and how you could battle differently because of the different hammers. You'd get the ones that would 
basically throw better, hit better, hit faster, hit stronger, like all the different, like the normal type of variations, but then how you would change how you would battle along with those and then using them in conjunction with basically the size of the mob or the type of the mob that you were facing. Mm-hmm. So it was more the variation of that I thought was kind of neat versus they literally could have gave you a hammer and a sword and an axe and that was all you got. But there was at least some variations and you had to do something to basically create the variations, which gave a little more of a tasking to it. And I did like that the weapons would be damaged and threatened to break. And so you had to be creative and picky about when you were using certain items or just go back to the standard hammer as you were working through a lot of it. That caught me off guard the first time I was using it because I had one that I think it stunned more frequently was the one that I picked in crafting. I'm like, this will be great. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, your hammer is about to be destroyed. I'm like, what do you mean my hammer is about to be destroyed? (laughs) Did you not at the beginning? Like he, he seems like he's possibly the worst blacksmith because they said at the beginning, like literally, the reason you're on this quest is because of the bad luck and everything he does breaks. And I, I really should have realized this, and I was playing a foolish campaign trying to pick all the foolish answers I could. So, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't put that together. <laughs> I honestly still don't fully get the bad luck. You know, you'd like do something good and you get bad luck, or like you're bad luck bar would you know it it didn't really that part didn't quite make sense to me and even the story was a little bit off but i found myself just kind of like chucking my hammer and rolling and chucking my hammer and rolling and then it got very zelda-esque in the sense that i basically stopped walking everywhere i was just rolling everywhere i don't know if you did that also No, I was trying to uh, save my stamina. I don't know. I, I, I found myself rolling a ton. <laughs> or when I got like the grappling hook. Dang. Right. And oh, like I once you realize that you hook. can do it on like more than just over the like passage and you could just like shoot your way through the forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or even grabbing onto the people, right? So that that was a really cool yeah. cool little change. Yeah, you pull them in, you stun them. And then you hit them three times and they're stunned again. It's like, yeah, this is a great way to go about it. You got it. The crow was kind of funny too. Did you did you do a lot with the crow, like asking for advice? I kept trying to, but I felt like he was always just like, I'm still hungry. And I'm like, I just gave you like five loaves of bread. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't really, it wasn't worth it. You definitely wasted a lot, but I like the, you got any tips? And it's like, don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, crow. The- best tip ever out of that game for sure i mean it's not wrong it just like it's not worth the the stuff i gave him for that no definitely not but yeah whatever it's part of the game and then you just go back out and fight more mobs and and get more stuff right Mm -hmm, for sure and kind of like you're saying i think the bad luck component made like the enemies spawn more often I feel like it did something with like how strong you were, how good the rewards you were getting were coming up. The, the worse your luck, the better the rewards. But I have no science to prove any of this, other than once my bad luck meter filled, I suddenly started dropping all my copex. Well, that's kind of what I was trying to allude to with that question. Of It felt like the bad luck affected the game more than just when you filled it. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really tell if it was just my perception of it you know, Did you just want it to be bad luck? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, yeah, that's kind of a funny question. I. I don't. I don't really know. But it definitely seemed like it played a factor to it. But I. It's the same thing. I couldn't quite tell. 
Mm-hmm. And every time they said like the Papa Papa Yaga, or Baba whatever, Yaga, like, yeah. Baba Yaga, like all I could think of is the new Star Wars movie with the little the little guy who like like wipes C three PO's memory. Like that's all oh, I could think of, and yeah. I know it's not the same thing, but that's all I could think of. So that's, it made me uh, laugh every time. That's uh, Babu Frick, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, close enough. Give me, give very, me close enough. Very close. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's one of the challenges. Is I don't, I don't think I've ever even thought about Slavic folklore. So this is a whole new story concept for me, which is great because I don't know any of it. So for people who do have some familiarity, I think maybe interesting to see some of it coming to life in this. For sure. I mean, it definitely had, you know, and I think a lot of the mythologies across have some similar concepts, oh, but yeah. I, I saw a lot of nods. I was like, okay, that reminds me of like Greek mythology a little bit, you know, or Norse a little bit. There's like little pieces, but, you know, traditionally they all probably are pretty close. Yeah, but. all those stories kind of overlap. So one piece of the influence that I definitely enjoyed, though, that seemed kind of strange at some point was the music. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. It was all over the place and i loved it so much at one point <laughs> so i'm playing i was playing at lunch with my headphones on and for the most part during the day i listen to like music when i'm working mm-hmm. and i was playing and then yeah the song like switched and i thought like maybe i turned my music on somehow because it wasn't <laughs> it was like it was like clubby type music it was very you know and i was like did i turn it on i don't think that's something i would listen to and yeah i completely agree it, it, it almost didn't seem it didn't if it didn't seem like it fit but then it it seemed like it fit right even when it got a little funky i'm like i'm okay with this this is this is cool like why not right they could have had very folklorey music playing the whole time but it was yeah i thought that was a nice touch as well yeah and i don't i don't know if i looked it up right but i i saw that there was like a romanian rapper romanian music producer that was part of it which would fit with the slavic area so i'm like oh mm. that's cool that we're getting like authentic experience of what music's like in that part of the world today or at least what that person's doing so again i don't know if there's truth to that but i'm just gonna throw it out there as i think i saw that Let's just go with it. That sounds, yeah. it, it sounds like it fits. It sounds totally, like it fits. Totally does. So, so overall, what are your thoughts? As I played more, I enjoyed a lot of it more than I was expecting to. It, it Just with the kind of slow start to the storytelling and trying to figure out a lot of things, I was worried that I wasn't going to necessarily enjoy it too much. I felt like some of the combat started to feel a little slow sometimes, you know, how long it took him to swing his hammer and other things or just kind of move around. But it's definitely, it definitely surprised me, especially knowing what else we were playing this week of the similar vein. I feel like it, it, if I wouldn't have had those two up against each other, I probably would have had a better experience with it. But I still think this is good and worth a pickup. This is not the way to start the year, Jimbo, because I like completely, completely agree with you in like everything you just said. What a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, like we picked it up, we played it, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to play the other game we're going to talk about. And it took me a while to come back to this one. And I'm like, okay, I got to, I got to play it enough. And then I got into it and I was like, oh, this, this is fun. And oh, I like this. And oh, I'll keep playing this. And oh, I want to see where this goes. And, just the like you said, the more you got into it, once you got past kind of the initial story, and again, maybe if we knew this story better, mm-hmm. we could have just jumped in. But once you get into the story, and for me, once I learned some of the mechanics and the variations, 
I and I, I liked it. I, I agree with you. I think it was fun. It you can actually semi pick it up and put it down. Mm-hmm. You know, like some of the quests were small enough for the partial quests. Like, you know, the quests for like getting the like sweaty, the sweaty rag, the sweaty rag from the poor man, <laughs> that stuff. And like that one was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But oh yeah, that was the that was the other one where like his mom's like. All right, you got the sweaty rag. Now go in the woods and maybe find a wife. Find a wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just there's just enough it. little stuff where it's like, okay, this this was fun. I I think people, if you can, just get past the first ten minutes, and I think that you'll enjoy it like we did. Game number two, and I've been waiting for us to play this one, so the holiday break gave us some extra time to pick up Fantasian from Mistwalker. From the creators of Final Fantasy, Fantasian is an exciting new RPG set against a spectacular backdrop made from nearly 160 handmade dioramas that blends physical environments and 3D characters. John, I know I've hyped this one up for you a couple of times. How did you enjoy it? Well, first off, I'm glad you gave that intro because that was the one thing that I thought was so cool about this game is I was like, oh, the styling or the coloring or the filters or the post-processing, whatever. I was like, it looks like they put animated characters in like a, like someone made a 3D, like not 3D, they like made a model and they wrote, especially in the forest, yes. the East Forest or whatever. And so that's what they, they actually did that? They actually did that. Oh, yeah, okay. There are legitimate physical dioramas. Yeah, yeah, that's how it looked, and I thought that I thought that was so cool. Yeah, I yeah, I just thought that was so neat. Um, Everywhere. Well, first off, the cool. game started really like I like how the game started, but I was mad like right away that I lost my robot buds. I know like, the robot, the little robot that was like the hacker and stuff. Oh. So I was disappointed with that right away. But I gotta tell you, I haven't played like a Final Fantasy game in a while, and I know you and I when we were younger, we would play them a lot, a lot. And it just, it was so much fun. I remembered all the reasons why I love playing Final Fantasy games, the battling stuff. I got to tell you, my favorite thing with the battling, though, was the curving. Yeah, such a cool thing, right? Right. And again, I haven't played for a while, so I didn't know if that was like a thing now where they did that a lot. I know they have like chain attacks or whatever, but I just thought that was so, so cool. It wasn't like you get to hit three people and you pick the three people you want. You had to like angle it, and if it happened to work, it worked. Yeah. So you said that's your favorite thing. My favorite thing about the combat was the the dimension or whatever you want to call it, where oh, you, okay. you captured all the monsters and took them into that environment. Because I feel like that's such a hang-up of the RPG styles is you're always just stuck with these random encounters. You get in, you kick the butts of the two to five monsters, you celebrate by throwing your sword or doing whatever dance you do, and then you move on. But it's always just that time-consuming because you have to do the transition of the battle, you get the nice Mm -hmm. battle theme, and then you move on. Whereas this time, it was like you can collect so many monsters, and then you can fight them all in this space where that curving and that, that angling like you're talking about really comes through. Yeah, I actually thought the same thing. That was the first time I've seen that concept. And I was laughing because the part right kind of, bef- well, before you get it, like basically when you leave the first city, 
And when you're walking, there's like the little glowy things that are like potions or whatever is to pick up. And it's like every time you go buy one of those, you know you're going to battle. Oh, yeah. And then like you said, there's the intro and then there's the stats and unknown monster. And then again, you see the stats after and it's all that stuff. And it's like, okay, all this be so I can kill the one wolf that showed up. Like yep. just a whole bunch of hoopla. And then when the when I first got introduced to the... D- Dominion, Dominja. That's how I kept saying it. it's like sure, we'll it, it sounded like yeah, dimension. Yeah. I think it was kind of what I was going for, but dimension kind of makes sense. Yeah, it sounded like a dungeon, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was kind of neat because at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to use this, and then you walked a little bit, and after like the first or second encounter, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to use this, mm-hmm. and then you can just fly through so many monsters, you get huge experience boosts. Like, oh, I, I just. I, I just can't imagine how game developers and creators hadn't really thought of this or a good way to implement it like this or if they just weren't sure if it would work, and I'm glad that they did because, for me, that's one of the biggest highlights of the game. Would you let it get full? Yeah. Unless, like all the unless, way, like to the point where it's almost going to force you in? Yep, yep. The only time I wouldn't was if I felt like I was in an area that I was underleveled for, and so I'd try to cut it off closer to 15 or 20 at a time. But typically, I'd just let it fill up, and then I'd take on whenever it clicked over. Or if I was trying to grind a little bit, then I'd fill it up once or twice before I go there. I would usually go about halfway. I was concerned that with the full, that maybe it would be too much. But the, so I would like go about halfway, and that seemed to be the magic number for me. Yeah, it seemed like they did a really nice job kind of staggering when the monsters would spawn inside of there so that it was never super overwhelming of how many people were there. Uh, so I never felt too big of a threat, depending on who was in there. But I, I can understand why you'd be cautious. So when it was full, full, yep. like all the way full, all the way full, would it literally be every monster in there? No, no. It oh, would, okay. It would, it would start off small with that, like eight to 10, I imagine, similar to what yours started with, if even. And then they'd spawn in after two or three turns, you get like four more and then you get a couple more every time. Oh. So it, yeah, they didn't drop 30 on you. I was going to say, imagine like literally every monster, like literally oh every monster that you picked up was in there. And that's how I like, that's how I interpret it. And I guess I should have just tried it. Right. Should've I should have just it. tried it. Well, now you know but, for next time. Right. Well, yeah. Like literally the next time. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I was going to ask you, cause like almost like right away I found like the stores and stuff and I started like buying upgrades for like weapons mm-hmm. and armor. And I basically was like milking all my money. Like anytime I earned something, I would like try to upgrade my stuff mm-hmm. right away. And I didn't know if you did that as much or if it probably wouldn't have made that big of an impact. I didn't do it as much as you did. I, I tried to do it with some armor if I felt like I had some some lower stuff, but I felt like I was getting pretty lucky with either the chests or things that were coming up that I was okay without having to go to the store. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I felt like the effects on a weapon was a little more useful than the raw power. I wasn't really good at analyzing how much the attack ups or the power itself helped, even talking about kind of the gems, which we'll probably get to in a little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, the armor definitely felt like it made a difference for survivability. But the attacking thing, I, I wasn't I wasn't so worried about it. I felt like the levels made a bit more of a difference on that one. So it was just about time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I found from like the weapons, it would get to the point, at least with like Leo, right? Mm-hmm. That my normal attack was almost just as good as like my slash or some of the yeah. other 
abilities because I had pretty strong weapons. Mm. The one be. thing I didn't do a lot though was use some of the like energy drinks and which mm-hmm. I thought was a funny one. Right. Yeah. But like some of those additional potions that like kind of gave you that boost. I, I just always kind of forgot, forgot about them. Which right. I always forget. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I just never used them. I never felt like I had to. They did a nice job. I, I want to say they added like 20 to 25% uh, attack damage whenever you're using them. So very useful when you're fighting some of the bosses or any sort of longer battles, like when you would go into the dimension. And I think you notice it too as you get a little further and you run into one of the characters that really wants to work with items becomes mm-hmm. a, a big difference in the Colosseum area. So, Yeah, and it's not that it wasn't available or that I didn't have them or they didn't talk about them or they did not show you how to use them. Right. It just, I guess, I'm very attack heavy. That's, that's, <laughs> right? the, that's the joy of this game. It's like there's so many different approaches and strategies you can take, right? There's not one right answer. Now, you brought up the gems. Yeah. There are what so many you, gems. Holy cow. I was going to say, did you have kind of a strategy for how you would use them? I tried to think about who who could use what best or who I was using um, or, or basically just who needed and what they were trying to accomplish. So, you know, early on with Leo, I had a piercing weapon and I found an obsidian gemstone that helped me with my piercing to go through blocks and defense stuff. I'm like, well, good, this makes sense. Otherwise, I put like attack on him. Or if I was trying to survive, I might be like, okay, uh, I've been fighting a lot of fire monsters. Maybe the boss will be a fire person in this area. So I'll put the fire resistance gem on there, trying to read the hints that they're giving me so that I can be well equipped. Eventually, I liked getting things like uh, there was a kill. Uh, whenever you kill a monster, you get like MP back. And so I could mm-hmm. use my skills, get kills, and then get my magic back. And I'm like, oh, I can just keep rolling through this with these casters. And so it was nice to have so much potential flexibility with what fits. That was my favorite one, too. Any type of thing where you kind of get back your mana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially, so it's like you use it to honestly get you more back. Like I, I always like those, like those type of things are like if you do a certain type of kill, then you get health back. Mm-hmm. Right? Those type of things are kind of almost self-serving in a sense. They really are. It's, you know, so I, I found myself using those the most. I just, that's just how I tend to approach those type of power-up items. Obviously, the extra like bonuses for like just the natural abilities is good, but I feel like. It's only so good to a point when you have to like do stuff to heal yourself or do stuff to get that stuff back. That's the stuff where you almost want to get it in a secondary motion. Mm-hmm. I will say I really liked the movement, which sounds funny because you kind of just tapped, yeah. right? But especially in these areas where you could see paths and it was like a maze, mm-hmm. I, how you could like click and then it would still walk you through the maze versus I've had some games where you got to tap and you literally are only allowed to tap in a certain area. It doesn't let you jump all the way over to the next part. So I thought the movement and just gen- the general controls, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, the tapping and sliding and angling for like where you want to attack. Like I said, the movement, the swipe out menu. I just thought all the controls were very well thought out. I agree. I agree. 
and that that would be one of the biggest like if I had to look for a complaint spot for this sometimes I felt like when I was just on my phone and uh, trying to line up my attack with the curve or whatever to hit the right monster sometimes I felt like it was a little less forgiving of I might have pulled my finger up but slid it a little bit and so it's like well that's not the spot that I was really going for and so I got myself into trouble a couple of times but I did try this also on my Mac and then uh, for Christmas I got a uh, controller that can go on my phone one of the Razer controllers and so I gave that a try and, and both of those took away that frustration because you were controlling it uh, on my computer with my mouse or the other one it was just the joystick and so it just placed wherever I placed it even that is a minor complaint by all means but I'm with you the controls were just fantastic and especially as you kind of navigated through a couple of them for example like on the phone if you pinch in they'll go to like a quick menu that by default to your equipment awesome way to just go and fix your gems or a new item Mm-hmm. Or on the map, if you click on a spot where you're trying to walk to, like if you just want to get to a save point or the next end point, you just click on it and you push move and they'll just move there. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, the quick menu I thought was a really nice touch too. You think about like having to click here and then click there, like multiple clicks where mm-hmm. what do you do on the phone, right? You tap, you swipe, you pinch. You know, It all makes sense. Adding that one little control that you don't see in a lot of other mobile games that we've played, again, thought through, but with everything I still said, like I still, I still can't get over how it looked. <laughs> you know, it just, I just, it was awesome. I just, I just loved how it looked. It was so different and so clean, and it was very traditional of like that style of game. And mm-hmm. but and, it, it was just, it was great. And we got polished cinematics with it too, in, in a lot <laughs> of places. And I'm just like, this is this game deserves so much better than just a release here on Apple Arcade with a limited audience. This. This game deserves to be out to the world. Like, I was glad it came up for one of the Mobile Game of the Year awards last year. Granted, it lost to Genshin Impact that has had a massive following, but it was up there with that and uh, Pokemon Unite and the League of Legends mobile game. I'm like, you are talking about some major franchises that have huge followings, and then you have a game that has just an Apple Arcade release and still is getting that, that, that pickup, and I'm glad for that. Now, where did you get to? Where did you end up getting to? So I, I, I've started the game twice now. I played through part one before part two was released, and then I picked it up again fresh because I'd forgotten so much. And so this time, I would guess I'm about between a third and a fourth of the way through part two. Okay. And without going into too many spoilers, I have free reign to move around the world, and I'm trying to figure out some of the characters' little... Uh, particular stories as we're moving through parts. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to see how far, how how much farther you were ahead of me. <laughs> I know we are. We talked before about where I was at. It'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to see where you get to that point where you have full range of yeah. movement. Yeah. So the first part takes about twenty hours is typically the estimate, and that, that's about where I landed. I made it through in eighteen this time. It helped. I knew where things were. Knew what and you're had an idea of what yeah. was coming up. Uh, but the first time it took me 21, so um, saved myself three hours, and now I'm, I want to say I'm at about hour 26 or 27 on this playthrough. I've had a lot of good free time, teacher perks of winter breaks. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I definitely feel like I'm making a dent in it for sure. So I think it's pretty clear that you like this one, and you're going to keep playing with this yeah. one. I not only do I like this one, but I would say this game alone is worth someone picking up a subscription to Apple Arcade. 
to play this for however two, three months it takes you to spend the time and play it. This game deserves to be seen by more people. It's incredibly well done. Even the parts that we haven't talked about, like the music, they brought on the person who did music for those early games that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the name wrong, but it's like Nubua Umatsu, I think is what his name is. Like, I, I will full disclose, Fanboy, one of the first couple of albums I bought digitally were the Final Fantasy X soundtrack, the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. <laughs> I didn't is, know that. That's interesting. Yeah, I love those soundtracks. They're so good, and this one lives up to that too. And a lot of those moments, the mood is set so well, even when it's like obnoxious when you're in the robot factory with that... But I'm like, it's it's perfect for what you're trying to accomplish. And so like every little detail. I mean, if, if I'm going to complain about two things, it's going to be not being forgiving with my finger and then some limitation on grinding and leveling that they put on. But it fits with the story fine. I never felt like I was outmatched by a boss. Um, if I was close enough in level, I could figure out a strategy at some point. It's uh, it's it's like a 10 out of 10 for me. <laughs> I think it's really funny. You mentioned about the... like. I'm switching subjects a little bit, but yeah. you talk, and I'm going to probably date myself here because we always like, what's your first, what's the first CD you bought? That was always a thing for people my age. <laughs> right. But now it's like, what's the first digital album you bought? And mm-hmm. now I know Final Fantasy. I can't tell you what my first digital was because I honestly don't remember right. what my first digital download was. I can tell you my first CD, but Final, it wasn't Final Fantasy. No, really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but that's that's pretty interesting. I did not know that. But no, I mean, I completely agree with you. Like for someone, well, I'll say it the caveat. If you like the Final Fantasy style games, you know, you like that type of like the battling, you like the artwork and the story and how that stuff flows, completely agree. It was awesome. It, it kind of revamped my love for that, that style of play. And I really liked the story the only i mean for me the only thing that i that i didn't like is and this goes more for me is the like pick up and set down i like to be able to like oh, pick it up and set down yeah. when i need to and you can't really do that like you have to get to that save point which i found out like i lost part of my progress because oh. like i had to like i got a phone call yep right and i had to take it and it was like okay i'm I'm, there's nothing I can do about it, right? Not that I lost a ton, but that's like my one feedback Yeah, is if you need a game that you're going to pick up and set down, this isn't this. This is like you're going to sit down for a while and you're going to dedicate it. You're not going to feel bad about it because mm-hmm. it was a great game and yeah. it's a lot of fun and I plan to try to get farther in it. I'm not sure I'll get to like 40 hours like you're going to get to, but I definitely <laughs> plan to play it more. If you have any joy from that style of the game it's a no-brainer you got to try this one yep yep hands down this this game deserves to be the face of apple arcade assuming you like this game style so i'm glad that it lived up to the hype that i kept telling you about this yeah you set yourself out there for a little bit (laughs) you know you you were talking you're honestly talking about this one almost since we we started even started yep since we sat down at lunch that one day and like, hey, you, what do you think about doing this? Yep. I knew it was that good. And there I'm you glad. go. <laughs> I'm glad you thought so, too. Yeah, it was good. Time to roll the randomizer and see what game we're going to try out before playing a little longer next week. 
Alright, spinning the wheel. Ooh, we're early in the alphabet. Oh boy. Alright, John, we are going to play the game Cricket Through the Ages. Cricket as in, like, the sport? As in the sport. Oh, well, I mean, that actually there, would be pretty interesting. I was trying to imagine if it wasn't that, it was like... <laughs> like a cricket? <laughs> Jiminy Cricket hopping through the ages. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a dinosaur holding a cricket bat. And the rest of this just oh, looks... Okay. Oh, okay. Awfully silly. Okay, I honestly, when you said that, it sounded like it was going to be like a serious game. You know, like <laughs> think about like the NBA game we played last year, where it was like a legit NBA game. <laughs> this I think is like one of those physics games where you know history told through cricket. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what this entails. Yeah, there, I'm pretty I'm sure there tell is you right a now, I'm game. guessing there's multiplayer, and there is. Oh, it definitely says there is. Oh, uh, this is from Devolver. We've had their games before. We had a, a spectacular with them, because that was um, Painty Mob and Game of Thrones. I was going to say, this looks like Painty Mob. Oh, yeah, and Game of Thrones. That, yeah, that was so weird. Right? Like, just so different than these, right? You look mm. at this and you tell me the same people make Game of Thrones. That's so funny. It's so weird. But I definitely see the the paint painting mob. Oh yeah, that influence is definitely there. So while we're downloading an opening, you had a question last time when we were talking about um, our rankings and how I did versus how the random luck did. Uh, I oh went yeah, through, I went through and averaged it out for you. Okay. And I I scored better. The games I picked averaged out better. But I benefited from having seven of the top ten games. <laughs> so you skewed it. Okay. I skewed it hard. But I Got had a it. lot of the bottom ones, too. So my average was about 12.5, whereas the random pick was closer to 16.5. So. Okay, that's pretty good, though. I'm like, for random luck, pretty darn good for how well they did. And especially because sure. they gave us Song Pop Party, our spoiler top favorite. <laughs> right. That's that's true. That's true. I will say we were pretty lucky with the random, though. Oh, yeah. I loved the variety. And, I mean, look at what we're getting now. We're off to a great start. In the spirit of how you would describe our random games. Games we'd probably never pick, but we get to experience. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Perfect way to play it. Over a thousand years ago, the human race teetered on the edge of extinction. Our ancestors were helpless against the mighty behemoths of the land. And then salvation, the game of cricket, was invented. <laughs> <laughs> so how much how much do you know about cricket? Because my knowledge is next to nothing. I will say five or six years ago, it was zero. A guy I work with... He was actually from India okay. and very much into cricket and kind of gave me a little bit of a crash course on it. Okay. Not that I am an expert in any form or fashion, <laughs> but he was able to at least explain the foundations of it. So if I watched it now, I could at least have half an understanding of what's going on or even like the structure of the scoring and some of the other stuff. That's better than I can say. I just know there's a bat, a ball, and some wickets. So my download is ready. How's yours going? I'm ready. Cool. I think we'll just explore the single player for safety. I guess. You're afraid you're going to lose? That's why you don't want to do that? 
Sure am. <laughs> All right. Hold to begin. Uh, <laughs> get ready. I was like, I have a dinosaur that's attacking me. Hold. Then cricket was invented. Whoops. Hold. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> all I was doing was swinging. I didn't actually let go. That's kind of a problem. Got it. Oh, and I threw it backwards and got eaten by a dinosaur. Oh, I did the same thing. Okay. Ooh, I knocked the dinosaur out this time. Ooh. Okay, apparently I screwed up, and now the dinosaur is just standing there. That's a, Well, okay, that's not good. Hold. Oh, Oh, and then they slowed it down for me, and I still missed. And I got eaten by the dinosaur again. Oh, my gosh. I've made it past that. I'm now throwing objects at someone else, and I keep throwing things backwards. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh. You should have You should have did multiplayer. James. We should have done multiplayer. Yep, you oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just tucking these things all over the place. Oh, I lost. Oh, oh right. now I'm doing. it tells you when to let go. I just don't listen. You just kind of have to guess. Oh, well, it says release, and I press. I like release when it said release. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> all right, you made it further than this. I did in we're terms gonna, of release. Do it for sure this time. So first off, they're kind of like rag dolly, right? Yeah, they're super rag dolly. Yep. Yeah. And so we're throwing like rocks or cookies or. All right. See you later, dinosaur. Ooh. Oh. Oh. And it bounces off the wall. Oh, boy. I mean, absolutely destroyed here. So, oh, there we go. Oh, come on. So you're like throwing snakes and throwing rocks and. I still oh, haven't figured funny. out oh. like how I'm supposed to move up or down or left or right. <laughs> oh, now I'm in like a like a winter. Oh, now he's throwing like lefty. What the hell? Oh, yeah, I'm just a little past. I'm in like a medieval world. <gasps> I won one. Oh, I just threw my rock backwards. I'm just all over the place with how I'm swinging and attacking things. Well, yeah, what's interesting is like sometimes you throw and sometimes you have like a bat. I don't quite understand this. Yeah. It's kind of just randomly giving you a sword or a rock. Oh, here we go. You guys got a horse. That's not fair. I just became a unicorn. Is there a way to like move yourself forward or backwards? I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there probably is. I don't know if it's part of just this ragdoll physics. I, uh, I just installed it on my computer, hoping that I'd be able to figure something out from there. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> but uh, the, the I just stabbed myself. Apparently, get up! I'm getting absolutely destroyed. Oh, here we go. Oh, so I think if you like tap, it you move. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I'm like falling forward and then just getting hit in the face with a bat. John, I won one. You what? I won one. Oh, nice. I beat the computer for a change. Oh, gosh. Whoops. Nope, now I'm into cricket. Oh. See ya. 
I don't know which buttons I'm supposed to push. Oh. It's funny when you kind of like kill each other, we'll say. Right? I love those moments where you just throw it at each other or both get hit with the <laughs> with the ball. Or uh, my favorites were some of them where they would bounce back. Oh, yeah, like bang. And suddenly you get that. that extra little kill. Oh, gosh. It's nice when you get a bat and they don't. Okay, I think I'm getting the hang of this. I I don't think I am, and I'm really okay with this. <laughs> I'm curious because I feel like the game app was describing a bunch of other like game situations, like swimming or weightlifting. I just headbutted a guy. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to outer space. Oh, I just did that. Oh, good, good luck. I blew up. I don't understand. I fell down and tricked the guy. Oh, I see. You got to tap on both sides. Okay, buy fuel or give up on cricket. I gave up on cricket. My world is an apocalypse. No, I'm in outer space battling. Good, Good job. Yeah. Some of the animations pretty funny. The scenarios are funny. I agree. It's just kind of a good it's silly. Goofy. I'm I'm curious of the multiplayer games. We might have to try this. You want to give that a quick little try? Yeah, let's give it a try. All right. Do I exit? Yeah. Two player, I assume. Start two player, yeah. Play. Oh, I think it's only couch co-op. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe on my PC only. Or my PC, my Mac. Let me see if I can get this on my phone and we can give that a try. Because my Mac was letting me pick two keys to use on my uh, keyboard. Oh, well, that, I have the same thing. It looks like... You both yeah, play on one side? Yeah, it's the same side. thing. So you'd be on the same phone, so we can't uh, we can't play against each other. Dang. Sorry, man. Nah, it's Okay. At least we know. Couch co-op opportunity if we can figure out all these weird physics. It might be better if we don't. (laughs) You're not wrong. Talk about jarring compared to our our last set of uh, visualizations from these past couple weeks. (laughs) Very very different. Very different. But uh, I think the fact that there's a lot of... It's almost like minigames. It reminds me a little bit already of WarioWare or something like that. Yes. So I'll be curious to see what other game modes we run into. Right. I hope there's a little bit more variety instead of just two people running at each other swinging wildly. Or unicorns. Mm, Yes, that was was a good show up for sure. (laughs) All right, Jimbo. Well, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. Plus, we're on Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash ITTP. And on top of cricket through the ages, we're also going to play NeoCab. What games do you think we should take a look at? You can send us a message on Instagram at insert token to play or send us an email play at insert token to play dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.